Okay, something that I didn't mention in my other podcast recently, where I've been having this little series all about taking the ah out of yoga and embracing the ah, right? So <clears throat> the thing that I wanted to share in this one that I didn't say in the others was is kind of along the lines of, of the how, right? Because I kind of addressed, okay, that yeah, like, you don't have to feel bored when you're doing yoga and, or you don't have to feel fearful when you're doing yoga. But here is like my, my how to, I guess, how to do yoga and not feel bored. Right. And how to do yoga and not feel scared or, um, feel uncomfortable. Right. And so I guess it starts out with being able to be in this space of realizing what yoga is is available to you for, right? Um, and it's a little different for everybody. And like, and that's an important question that anybody needs to have in going into their first yoga class or returning back to yoga, right? It's it's that inner question that that I feel like we should. Well, I don't want to say any shoulds because I don't like the whole culture of shoulding, right? But one option is that we can consider what it is that we're actually searching for in that deep soul place. You know, what are my desires right now? What are my hopes? What are my dreams, right? All of that is relevant prior to or even during a yoga practice session, right? Because it's that inner meditative space that we cultivate for ourselves to allow for ourselves to enjoy the practice. So that's kind of a question that I have people consider sometimes, right? Is like, what's important to you right now, right? Like what, what brought you to want to try this right now, right? What, what is it that, that makes this something that you feel like might be worth your time versus just going and sleeping for extra moments of time or, or going and just like sitting and watching a movie or something like that? Like, what is it about this practice that that has attracted you and gotten you curious about it for example sometimes people will answer well they have this ailment right they have this ailment whether in their ankle and their knee or in their back or or something right that's compelling them to be like no i just gotta at least see what there is here right and sometimes other times it's like emotional right like they feel drawn to come because they're like oh like I have this block right now and I just feel like it's this knot in my heart and my soul, that kind of thing where it's like, I just don't feel like it's being sorted. Right. And, and I, I haven't been able to find a way to be able to allow for that to process through and just like, let it go kind of thing. Usually those kinds of things just come up afterwards. Cause usually we only notice the physical manifestation of the what started as emotional or spiritual before it manifested itself physically, right? So so it's kind of fun when people come, they usually have these physical things that they're coming for. And then at the end of the session, it's like all the emotional stuff is like the real reason that they, that they want to come back, right? Um, so that's really fun. Um, so that that is one you know, how to of not being bored during practice is having these, having a clear, if you can, finding a clear intention. Sometimes that can come about through maybe a word that shows up in our mind or our heart. You know, if we, if we allow for ourselves to imagine ourselves going into this like beautiful field 
of wildflowers and stuff and there's this chalkboard there and like what's a beautiful message that's waiting for you right there that's just for you right now from someone that wrote you a little love note you know like that left it there just for you to discover right and so that's something that we can sometimes visualize um other times i you know i kind of invite people to just kind of explore you know their heart space and what is it what color might be coming up you know in their mind in their heart you know like is it a favorite color or is it just like an, another color that just comes up just out of nowhere but but you feel like that color resonates right and maybe there's some of my music people i try to add in sound too like or imagining the sound of something you know because because we have all these life experience memories, right? Especially the great ones that I don't like for, for people to go throughout their life and, and just shelve it and just put it in a scrapbook and just leave it, right? In yoga practice, I love to help people bring all those things back into their life. Like breathe in those memories again. Like breathe in the best of the best memories you've ever had and allow yourself to be present with those feelings that you had during those experiences and allow that to help fuel your practice, right? Like we're, we're grabbing all the resources that we can to allow for this yoga practice to be as fulfilling, as helpful, as invigorating as possible, especially to that mind, inner mind space and inner heart space. So that's the how-to of, of how to not be bored during yoga. The other part is like, how do you do yoga and not be scared about it, right? Okay, so here's something to it to like just even consider, right? I've I've had different people come to me and they're like, oh, I can't do yoga because I have like this leg problem or this ankle thing. I'll just sit out or something like that. But I don't think they realize that like when a yoga teacher is trained, especially if a yoga teacher is a little bit more yoga therapy inclined, they are so eager to accommodate and make a yoga sequence tailored just to that person's needs. It is not an inconvenience. It is actually the most delightful experience for a yoga teacher that loves yoga therapy style to be like, oh sweet, you have this problem or ailment? Okay, let's do these poses instead because these are gonna be the ones that are gonna be the most helpful to you, and right? And so then they can have something to work with, right? Versus people that have nothing, right? And then it, it just, instead of having a very specifically tailored class, then it's just this very general class, right? So in some ways, it's almost more helpful when somebody comes in and says, hey, I have this limitation, right? Because um, then at least then the teacher could be like, hey, no, these are going to be the most important priorities. And let's do those, right? So that's kind of what I have to share about that because there's there's a way to do a yoga sequence for any person that has any level of limitation um, so that it can be tailored to, you know, these are the limitations and these are what their goals are and let's just, let's put the two together and let's do this sequence, right? So I'm really excited because I have been personally taken care of so many times by yoga practice, right? And when I first started, it was like to help heal my emotional state, right? And then also to help me understand this body connection thing, right? And then nowadays, it's like this beautiful gift that I get to embrace for myself, where I'm not doing it because I'm pregnant and I'm really sore and I'm like in a lot of pain and, and need it for those reasons. Like I'm not 
And I'm not even specifically doing it because I have different like injuries and things like that, although I have in the past, right? But nowadays I get to practice it and just like having that sincere connection time of being like, this is like my sacred space, right? Like I get to have time every day to like go on my mat and and be able to have time to connect, as I've mentioned before, um, connect with God, connect with self. Um, sometimes I bring into my meditations other people that I really cherish, um, whether in this life or people that have passed on. And I bring them back into my life, right? On the mat, I close my eyes and I'm holding them or they're holding me or we're holding hands and we're just together, right? Like those are some of the most moving and most helpful practices that I've ever had when I meditate on on that deep, deep connection with everyone I care about. Because I'm kind of a connections girl. Like I really do love, you know, that's one of my biggest motivators most of the time is like, you know, how will whatever I'm doing be with other people? And so we can all be doing it at the same time together, right? But I'm not always with all the people. I'm sometimes just by myself and we're not on the same schedule. So I just bring them into my practice as I'm practicing. And I'm just like loving the experience that we're hanging out together when I close my eyes and we're just all together spending time together, right? And that's that's kind of me being in a meditative state when I can feel like I'm with all of these beautiful people that I've been blessed to get to know in my life and that they're all in the same space with me at the same time. And it's just like this big, beautiful stillness reunion kind of thing. It's lovely. 